Hey mama, do you find yourself wishing you knew you were on the right path with your business or wanting to know how to do it all as a work at home mom and entrepreneur? If you struggle with imposter syndrome, mom guilt, or fear of failure, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Alexia, a Christian mindset coach, passionate about teaching moms how to renew their minds to find success both in business and motherhood. You can overcome the negative thoughts holding you back from fully stepping into your calling. I know what it's like to worry your business will never work, to feel mom guilt every time you work on your business, to realize your mindset is hindering you, but not knowing how to change it in a Christ-centered way. I created the Mom with a Calling podcast to teach you how to use the powerful combination of God's Word and proven mindset strategies to help you break free from negative, paralyzing thoughts and gain clarity and confidence to go where God is leading you. As you step out of the old way of thinking and into God's way, you'll find more peace, joy, and purpose. Pop in those earbuds and get ready to let God work in you so he can work through you. Welcome back to another episode of the Mama with a Calling podcast. I am Alexia, your host. And today we're going to be talking about feelings of anxiety and overwhelm and how these are often fueled by lies that we're believing and we don't even realize it. And a lot of times these will actually show up when we're doing what we all do at the end of the day, we try to redeem the day. But a lot of times during that time of redeeming the day, we can feel stressed and like panicked and like why we really try to redeem the day. Um, So I want to talk about that today and a story of something that happened to me that I think is really important to share with you. So before we dive into this, I want to tell you about a free resource that I have for you to help you stop worrying as much. (laughs) Um, This is a great way to dive deeper into scripture with a week of journal prompts and scripture to read to get you into the word so that you can see the truth in there about why you don't need to worry. And this is such a great practice to have when you journal through ideas about scriptural truths like this so that it really gets you thinking, helps you um, really like hold on to it instead of be like, oh, cool, a nice verse. It's like these questions, this is like a coaching strategy, but like taking these questions and reflecting on that scripture can help it make more sense to you and help you apply it to your life. So this is a great way to get started. Just go grab the seven days of daily scriptural journal prompts uh, by going to mamawithacalling.com slash stop worrying with a hyphen between stop and worrying. So today's episode comes from my own personal experience. So a couple of weeks ago, I was having this day where I just was not getting anything done. And there was actually a like a good period there where I kept having like brain fog or something. I don't even know what it was. And I remember feeling like I kept sitting down at my computer to do work. Like we did our homeschool stuff and I'm like, okay, it's my work block. And I sit down and nothing is happening. And this happened multiple days in a row and I was getting very upset by this And then I think the biggest thing too, that was really bothering me is that my brain is always going, I always have ideas. In fact, I have too many ideas. But on this day, I had like no ideas. And that was more unsettling to me 
you know, it was really strange. And I remember my husband comes home and I'm like, I just haven't done anything. But I didn't do anything. I didn't do house stuff. I didn't do work stuff. I didn't do anything. And I just started to feel myself getting more and more like panicked. My heart was racing. I was feeling so like nervous. And I had to go to the grocery store. Now, a lot of times I really don't physically go into the grocery store um, because I do grocery pickup because I got used to it during 2020. And I'm like, this is awesome. And so there are some things I go in there for. But I'm one of those people that will like go up and down every single aisle and look for all the sales things. I don't know. It's like too much. So shopping on the app is great. But this day, for some reason, I like didn't do that. And I was like, I need to go to the store. And so I told my husband I was going to go. And as I was on my way to the store and then in the store, I was like, I am having like the feeling I used to have in grad school when I back then had to get put on anxiety medication because I was literally, I remember standing there in grad school, just like doing something really mundane, like nothing that requires any feelings or anything. And I remember my heart was racing and I couldn't catch my breath. And, um, it's like a panic attack, but I'm like, I'm not doing anything. That's a panicky anything. I'm just standing here at the, I forgot what it's even a spectro spectro photometer. <laughs> anyway, the machine. And so anyway, I'm do- the same thing is happening here at the grocery store. So I'm literally standing in like the meat aisle and I'm just going, what is my deal? What am I doing? Like, why am I so nervous? And I stood there and I did this practice Um, that is really great with coaching. And I did it to myself, like I started self coaching. And I was like, asking myself, why to everything I was saying, but like five layers deep. So I wanted to walk you through this process. Because, you know, I noticed one thing I noticed is that as the day went on, I got more and more and more anxious, stressed, agitated, irritable, whatever words you want to put in there. And maybe this happens to you. Like you're maybe, you know, I don't know, like, like on a weekend, if you still have your nine to five, maybe like it's the weekend and you know, it's getting to be into the evening and you're like, what have I even accomplished today? Or even if it's at the end, maybe it's at the end of the evening that you wanted to work on your business, but you know, time got away from you or whatever. Or if you're at home already, you know, then it can just, this happens a lot. So this feeling of getting stressed over not getting enough done in a day is, I feel like it's rooted in lies and to uncover that. And I'll explain what that means in a, in a little bit, but to help you uncover that, I want you to ask yourself why and go about three to five levels deep. So here's what I mean by that. So the situation is, you know, and I was doing this in the grocery store, there was like nobody there, which was great, because I'm talking to myself. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're panicked about the day, you're trying to reclaim the day, you're worried about not getting things done. Why? And I was like, well, because I have a to do list. Why? Because I'm trying to grow a business. Why? Because I need money to, you know, pay for things, pay for expenses, pay for our family finances. Why? Because I feel like this is something God's called me to do and I need to do what he asks. And I was like, but why? And then this was the kicker for me. I realized because otherwise, if I don't do what God said to do, I'm disappointing him. I'm being disobedient. And that is wrong. And I was like, oh, (laughs) 
I, it's a performance thing. So if you do this, it may look different, right? You may say different things along the way. And in fact, you will say different things along the way. So I encourage you that whenever you're feeling that way, you, you want to get at a thought, do this because I forgot to say this, but I, you know, am very well versed in mindset stuff. And so as I'm sitting there before going into the grocery store, I was like, what is the thought that is causing this problem? And I could not grab onto a thought because like I said, my brain had no thoughts. And I was like, there is no thought. Why is my body panicking? But my mind is blank. And so it was using this practice and like praying. I mean, I'm, I'm not just doing it for me, but I'm also prayer talking <laughs> like to God. And, and this practice helped me figure out like this deeply embedded things. So you may think that like, Oh, I don't have a thought. Like, I don't know why I'm worried or whatever. That's what I thought. But these questions will help you figure that out. So all those things are, you know, all the things that are talking about each of those levels, they can bother you about not getting things done. But I really want to focus on that last one, that deep feeling that if you aren't getting things done, then you're disappointing God. And I would I would imagine that a lot of you are going to have this one be at the end. There's going to be something that's going to be about performance. That's going to be about um, doing enough, that kind of stuff. And if we really get honest about it, we're, we're saying that we need to perform in order to be like, like to be in God's favor, essentially. And the verse that came that was actually on something I was reading that day was Joel 2, 12 through 13. And it says, even now, this is the Lord's declaration. Turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, weeping and mourning. Tear your hearts, not just your clothes and return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger rich in faithful love, and he relents from sending disaster. And the same thing is similar thing is said in Psalm 103.8. It just says the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. And I was like, okay, so if God is full of love, he's gracious, compassionate, then why do we act like he's like tyrannical, right? Like that he's up there looking at your day and he doesn't give a flying flip what you've been doing today. He like that we, if we're worried about that, we didn't do enough today and that we're not like up to par, then we're really saying that God is up there going, I don't care what you've got going on. I don't care how hard it was for you today. You didn't do what I asked. I don't care if the kids were going crazy. I don't care about any of that. You're being disobedient. That's all I see. I'm, you know, mad at you. You aren't going to be blessed. You're not going to be successful in your business because you didn't do what I asked you to do. And even when I say that, it's like, that's terrible. But that is, or a version of that is how I found that I must have been thinking about God, even though I would never have said that. But this is this is a, a practice that is so important in the mindset work that I do with my clients. And as you can see, we as you learn it, you do it with yourself in any situation where there are these deep rooted lies that we are operating on in our day to day. We don't even realize it, but they're lies and they're things that we think about God that come from either lies from straight from the enemy or just our life. So clearly along the way, and I can think of like 5 million things from my childhood that, 
that would feed into this narrative that my performance equals acceptance and equals love and all of those things. And so here it is rearing its head. And I've worked on this, but here it is rearing its head in this situation. And, and it's so important when we bring it to the light like that, because as I sat there, like I finished the grocery store and I sat in the car and I just was in awe of this whole process and realizing that truth that I believe this thing, realizing it's not true, just kind of, I guess Holy Spirit was talking to me. Like I had all these verses coming to my mind and I was having this conversation with God and it was just at the end of it all. I just was, I had no more anxiety and I was just peaceful. It was told, it was amazing. So that's what I want to convey to you is how to walk through this. So when we, when you hear that explanation of like that kind of a God, the one who's just wanting you to be obedient, no matter what, he doesn't give a, you know, doesn't care about anything else that's happening in your day. That God, that version of God does not have compassion or grace, right? Like that's not what that is, but the Bible tells us he's compassionate. So we have to look at when when what we think about God or the way we're feeling doesn't align with what the Bible actually says, we need to check ourselves. We need to say, what does this actually mean for us? How are our thoughts different? And then what does this mean about how I need to change my thoughts and change my actions moving forward? So what does this mean about God that he is compassionate? Let's dive in there or even and, and gracious because both of those go together. Um to me, in this particular situation, when it came to this performance, thinking that I needed to be on all the time, thinking that I need to have this to-do list, all of that, it is realizing that God knows what I'm doing. He knows my entire day. He knows what I've been going through. He knows if you have mental health problems, um, if you have ADHD, if you have depression, anxiety, etc., If whatever it is. He knows about that. Like he knows you. He knows that you went through those things. Because I remember sitting in the car going, but I, I tried to do what I was supposed to do, but I just, I couldn't focus. And it was like, God just so gently said, I know, I know you couldn't focus today and that's okay. And I was like, it's okay. <laughs> and so it was just such a, an amazing moment. But, but really like God knows that you have whatever, you know, if you have something like that or what if it's a spiritual attack? What if like you have literally had everything kind of coming at you or confusion or distraction or whatever? It's a spiritual attack. You don't think God is aware that you were enduring a spiritual attack? He's not going, oh, hello, why didn't you record your podcast episode today? Like you're doing a spiritual attack over here. Like you're enduring that. God has compassion. And grace and grace means that he's not that he's going, where was your heart in this, right? And if your heart was in the right place, then he's not like angry at you because you didn't do your to do list. He knows that you have kids. He knows that you're a mom. He knows that the kids needed you today. And by the way, that's another calling. And so it's okay. You are actually um, honoring God in that calling too. So when we look at that, I hope that you can feel the truth in that. And again, that that those seven ways that I mentioned at the beginning, the stop worrying, that's going to help to start to help you see what scripture says about having peace and not worrying. 
But let's look then at how your thoughts are different from this. So if you aren't receiving God's compassion and grace, then you aren't showing yourself compassion and grace either. It's like the verse in Matthew 7, 2, when Jesus says, For with the judgment you use, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So if we're not seeing God as compassionate, how are you having any compassion on yourself? If you're not seeing God as having grace, that he's not keeping a tally of all the things you've messed up on, then how are you then you're doing the same thing to yourself. You're keeping a tally. You're shaming yourself instead of receiving that grace. And I really think this stems from, because I personally have experienced this and I'm not going to call out names, but there's this narrative out there that if you don't do what God asked you to do, that you're disobedient. Like if you didn't get the work done, you're disobedient. And sure, that can be like, That can be true, but it's not always true because this isn't the same as inability, right? Disobedience to me means that you willfully disobey God, that you're saying, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't care if you want me to start a membership. I'm not doing it. Or I don't want to do it's like Jonah or something like I'm going this way. You say go that way. I'm going this way. That to me is disobedience. But what about when you can't do the thing like your heart wanted to be obedient. But again, you've got the brain fog or the mental health problems or the spiritual attack or your kids went crazy or whatever happened and your to-do list didn't get done. But that doesn't mean that you weren't listening to what God asked you to do in that moment, right? The spirit leads our, like leads our day, things happen and our plans are there, but that does not mean that's what is going to happen today. And when we think that the only way we listen to God today was obedience, when we did our to-do list on the business we were supposed to do, we start to operate in that shame again. We take on that condemnation instead of receiving that grace and compassion that he has said and he shows all throughout scripture that he has. Because you wanted to do what God asked you to do. You had good intentions. Your heart was there, which is what matters, right? It's not our behavior It's our heart, our intention, but it just didn't happen. So when we make this mean that we are disobedient, when we didn't do the to-do list, we are inviting shame into the picture. And this fuels stress, overwhelm, anxiety, that we're grasping at straws at the end of the day. That's why we start to panic as the day progresses or our work block is getting closer to the end or our kids are interrupting us again or Whatever it is, this is what causes that agitation and irritation that we think that we need to do things in order to be in God's favor. So moving forward with these truths, then how does this change things? I hope I am praying that it sets you free from the expectation that you need to perform all the time that this has anything to do with your performance. Now you do need to work. I don't, I'm not saying that we don't need to work or that we can just say, Oh my goodness, my day is too hard. I can't do it. You know, I can't work on my business. This is a very, um, I don't want to say slippery slope, but we have to be very careful with like with anything, the enemy wants to twist what is good and make it evil, but God is going to use what the enemy intends for evil and turn it into good. So we just have to be 
like mindful of what we're doing and our heart. It's all about our heart. So if our kids are going crazy and we're just stressed and maybe you do need a break and that's okay. But if you're avoiding doing your work because you're like, eh, I just rather not, you know, like those are, but again, nothing's like taking every bit of it to God and being honest with yourself knowing your why, like, why are you doing every single choice when it comes to your business? And knowing that it's not about your performance. Yes, there is work to be done. Yes, we need to walk in obedience, but God is full of grace, love and compassion. So you aren't falling out of his favor because you didn't get enough work done today. I just want you to know that and receive that, that he knows there are so many things vying for your attention. And this is your journey. You have to figure out how to, how to not have those things get your attention or how to work through whatever mental health issue or how to handle the spiritual attacks, or maybe it's just for a season or whatever it is. In fact, God's the one who put the journey together in the first place. (laughs) So he knows all about you. He knows all about your struggles and the things in your life and the things that are on your plate. And he is graciously walking with you every single step of the way. What's important isn't your performance, but that you keep trying, that you keep turning back to him over and over again. And you keep saying, okay, today, today, I'm going to try again. And when we shame ourselves for what wasn't done in a day, you're actually getting less done. Okay, like this is going to sound kind of backwards, but it's true. When you shame yourself And you beat yourself up for all the things you didn't do and all the things that are terrible about what you, you know, even if you did, maybe you really were disobedient and you just flat out were scared to push record on that podcast to do that podcast episode, or you were scared about doing a Facebook live or whatever you felt God was telling you to do. Same thing applies. Grace, compassion, love. You can be disobedient in that moment. And it's not like God's like, Oh, oh, I see. Okay. All right, fine. No business sales for you. No blessings for you. Like, no, if you turn back to him and you receive that grace and compassion and love and you're like, okay, man, I hate that. I just, I disobeyed and I'm sorry, God. And I want to do this. Okay. I'm, and you work through the fear. This is where coaching comes in. If you are struggling with the fear, if you can't figure out how to overcome the mindset stuff that's blocking you from doing what you know God has called you to do, book a coaching session with me. This is what I can help you with. Go to momwithacalling.com slash coaching. I have one hour sessions. I have six week packages. I have three month packages or 12 weeks where whatever level you need to work through the things that are stopping you. Because when you can figure that out, now you can say, okay, I'm scared. Yes, but I can do this. Or I'm actually not as scared as I was. I understand where the fear was coming from. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm nervous, but I can do this. You know that God's behind you. You are walking in obedience. That is going to be more empowering. You're going to get farther than beating yourself up over what you didn't do. Trust me. (laughs) Ask me how I know. We all do this. Okay. So we have to be very mindful. This verse The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. Psalm 103.8 is a great one to like um, memorize, commit to memory. That's what I was trying to say, commit to memory. And 
Yes. Okay. Um, we, we don't want to hide ourselves from God because when we shame ourselves like that, we tend to hide and turn away from God, which is the opposite, right? He is lovingly dishing out grace and we need to receive it. So I hope this episode sets you free today. That is my prayer that it sets you free from the shame and guilt that comes with our busy schedules and lives. That is part of the enemy's tactics is to get us all distracted and then to feel bad that we didn't do all the things on the list so that we are constantly turning away and not realizing how good our God is. So your performance isn't keeping you in God's favor and it's also not keeping you from God's favor. It's your heart that matters. Receive his compassion and grace and start tomorrow a new day, a new day, or today is a new day. If this is the the beginning of your day, or even the next moment is new, it's his abounding in this. So you can um, receive that today. So I pray that this, um, this impacts you, this speaks to you, this resonates with you so that you can pursue the calling that God has for you with boldness and confidence and just having that peace every step of the way. All right. I will see you guys next time. And in the meantime, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.